Hi, I'm Sabrina Soto. I believe the best conversations are with friends who are really able to open themselves up and share their lives, both the good parts and the bad. You're going to be listening to some of those candid conversations and hopefully gaining some insight to help you redesign your life from the inside out. Hi there. So first of all, I want to start by saying thank you so much for listening. The feedback that I've gotten on the podcast so far has been so great and every comment just makes my day. So I wanted to start by saying a huge thank you. Then uh, the other day I asked on my Instagram stories what you guys wanted me to cover on the podcast and a ton of you wanted to know how I'm juggling being a single mom and how I sort of juggle work and my personal life. So I thought I'd cover that a little bit today. First of all, I want to say that I don't juggle it all perfectly. I just don't. It's impossible. It's impossible to be a perfect mother, a perfect friend, a perfect sister, daughter, worker, etc. Um, I just do my best. I can tell you in the beginning, it was really, really difficult. Um, oh, very difficult. There were a few days that I didn't even know how I was going to handle it all. I had to wrap my head around how I was going to tackle it all, not only emotionally, but physically too. I guess for me, it was just hard because I wasn't expecting to be a single parent and it happened fairly quickly. So I just had to just figure it out, but it wasn't easy. I do remember in the beginning, there were really rough days um, of me just repeating that everything happens for a reason. I just don't know what the reason is yet. Everything happens for a reason. I just don't know what the reason is yet because it was the only thing to calm me. But the way that I deal with things uh, when things go poorly in my life is I make myself really busy. I give myself such a to-do list and I get that to-do list done. And I think there are two reasons that I do that. I think one is because I don't want to have to deal with my emotions. So it's a lot easier to deal with paperwork and reorganizing the office and whatever the case may be. And I also think it's because of control, because I could control reorganizing things and doing paperwork because everything else in my life seems so out of control. I didn't really let Olivia see me cry ever. I waited until she was napping or asleep and I was going to therapy and my therapist told me it's okay to let your kids see you upset. So now if I do have a bad day, I don't try to hide it. I mean, I'm not like sobbing in a corner somewhere, <laughs> but if I do like cry, I let her see it. Thank goodness these days it doesn't happen very often, but I don't really want her to grow up with a mom who's constantly always happy, like a Norman Rockwell painting. It's just not realistic. But regardless, um, th there were definitely hard times in the beginning. We had a family vacation planned that I ended up going to with Olivia just by myself. And we had some family and friends come and visit. And at the end, I was, I was left alone with Olivia, just the two of us. 
And I felt like then everything came crashing down because again, I made myself so busy that I never had time to really think about what happened. And I think it was at the end of our trip, I just couldn't figure out how to get out of bed. And Olivia was laying next to me and we were playing and I just realized at that moment, it's like, you just gotta, you have to just keep moving because you have a choice and this is just for me. I'm just sharing my story. But to me, it was, I had a choice. I could sit here and wallow or I could get up and move my story forward. And at that moment, I just did. I just got up and I started my life again. Now, on that trip, what was also like physically a problem was getting home with Olivia, going through customs, having three pieces of luggage, I overpacked, a stroller, a car seat, and she was at that point a two-year-old by myself. And at LAX, you can't have anybody meet you before you go through customs. So it wasn't like I could even get somebody to come help me. You have to actually pass customs by yourself. So I had one of those trolleys with the three pieces of luggage and her car seat on top. And then with the other hand, I was pushing the stroller with Olivia in it. And it's sort of like a little ramp uphill at LAX to get to the top. And I was walking up. Oh my gosh, I don't want to get emotional. I'm like about to cry thinking about it. Ugh. I was walking up and I thought there was no way I was going to make it up the hill by myself. And oh my gosh. So I took a, br- I, st- I stopped halfway up the, this little like ramp and I took a deep breath because it was like physically hard to push everything myself. And I swear there were like angels at the airport that day because there was another dad who also had his hands full and he looked over at me and he was like, whoa, you are super woman. You got this. And another woman who also had her hands full with her kids was like, wow, look at you, girl. And it was like, I felt like I was in a marathon running and people were like cheering you on. It was like the adrenaline that I needed to get up that hill and I did it. And that was a moment that I was like, oh my gosh, no matter what. And I know this sounds silly because it was only like pushing stuff up a little ramp. But once I got to the top of that, I really thought to myself, I can handle anything as a single mom. I can do this. Nothing is going to get in my way and nothing is going to stop me. And I am a warrior. And that was, that was it. Okay. Sorry for that buzzkill, but I just wanted to sort of tell you that like, it's hard. It's really hard being a single parent. And for any single parent who's listening to this, you are a warrior. Even if you're not a single parent and you're just a parent, you're a warrior too. We are all trying our best. And just in the beginning, when you are a single parent, it is difficult. But with that said, I'm going to give you the tips that have worked for me to make this manageable and fun and healthy for everyone involved. First, you have to find a support system. It could be your family. If your family does not live nearby or you don't have a good relationship, then find friends, find people at the school, just reach out. I am the worst at asking for help. It seriously is a problem. Even if there's a 100 pound box that needs to be moved, I would rather slip a a disc in my back than ask for somebody to help me carry it. It's a problem. I am now getting way better at it because I have to. I don't have a choice. I have to ask for help and it still makes me a little bit uncomfortable, 
but I know that my family and my friends are happy to help me and it just makes my life a lot easier. So number one, get yourself a great support system. Number two is for me, it's been scheduling time. And this is sort of goes into two categories, time for Olivia and being a mom and then self care time, which I was also bad at. I am thankful for two things. I work out of my home for the most part. I do have to travel sometimes when we film or if I have to make an appearance, but for the most part, I'm here at the house and my workshop is at the house too. It makes it a lot easier so I can take breaks and hang out with Olivia during the day. I also have a nanny, which is amazing. I know a lot of people don't have that help, but Olivia's not in full-time school yet, so I still have to have the help during work hours so I can get my work done. Otherwise, it would be impossible. So yes, having that in-home help is wonderful, but as soon as my nanny leaves, I make sure that Olivia is my number one priority, especially because I do work from the house. It's easy to check your email or look on your computer again, but I don't. I make her my priority and make sure that she has my undivided attention, which also means that my sort of social at home life has changed. I used to have people come by all the time, but since I don't have that extra pair of hands anymore to help entertain Olivia or feed her, I don't get to do that as often as I used to because I, again, want to make sure that Olivia is my priority and that I am just present with her. That's not to say that I want us to be hermits and we don't have company, which is far from the truth because I absolutely love to entertain and I want her to live in a house like I did growing up where there was always friends and family over. I just want to make sure that it's balanced and there are times that's just the two of us and we are just hanging out and enjoying each other. Okay, now on to self-care, something that I was really bad at. Now, I could talk about this for an hour, but I'll try to make it quick and as concise as possible. I hated working out, couldn't even stand it. I mean, I was that person in a workout class that was constantly staring at her watch. Now I've made yoga and working out such a part of my life that I actually enjoy it. I schedule it in my calendar as an appointment, which means as soon as my nanny gets here, I am out the door and I'm going to a class and I actually now enjoy it. So it doesn't have to be yoga. You just can find whatever it is that you like to do. And I promise you, if you just do it, I would say after a month, you will actually look forward to going, especially for me, yoga, because I also meditate right before the class starts, even though I probably look weird sitting there (laughs) meditating in front of everybody. I don't know because my eyes are closed, but I'm sure everybody's giving me weird looks. But I spend that time, I go a little early so I can spend that 15 minutes before class and it's hot yoga. So I sit in this warm room and I meditate. So I get sort of two in one. I also try when I'm not crazy at work to get myself a massage or a facial once a month. I know that sounds silly, but really these things just boost my self-esteem and my confidence, which I was lacking after the breakup. So just little by little, I've been getting my groove back. (laughs) Can I say that? Groove? Yeah, fine. Um, So that's really been important to me, scheduling time for myself during the work hours. Even though I could easily take that time and just continue to work, I make it a point to do that. Social life is not the same anymore. 
it just isn't because I don't have a built-in babysitter at home. And when you hire a babysitter, you guys know if you have kids, it's not cheap. It can get really expensive. So you go out, you spend money, you know, entertaining yourself, but then you also have to spend the money for a babysitter. So I don't do it as often as I should, but at least I would say once a month, maybe twice a month, I will get either a babysitter or my family to come help with Olivia and I will go out. And then lastly, just taking care of yourself and giving yourself time if you're newly single as a parent or even if you don't have kids. It is a process. It's going to take time. If you're a single parent, you're probably still going to get bummed out when you see an entire family together at a picnic or at an event because you know what? It sucks. It sucks that our family isn't together anymore and it breaks my heart, but it's okay. Olivia's great. She is flourishing. She's such a special little girl. She loves her mom. She loves her dad and we love her so much. And we've got such an amazing group of family and friends that just adore her and everything's going to be okay. It is a process. It is not going to be okay overnight. Some things are going to still bum you out and that's okay. Another thing that I'm working on personally that comes up for me is mom guilt. I feel mom guilt if I'm working too much. Sometimes I feel mom guilt if I'm enjoying myself without her, which I know is so unhealthy, but I am definitely working on it. I don't want to feel that way. I just want to be present at all times, but it is a work in progress. Actually, everything is a work in progress. So for any single parents out there, just give yourself a break. Nobody's life is perfect. I know it's really easy for us to think so with social media. We see all of these squares and everybody lives this perfect life with their perfect family and their perfect outfit and their perfect makeup. And it's just not like that. Nobody's life is perfect. We're all just trying to do the best that we can. And some days are better than others. Now, being a single parent for almost a year, I can say that everything's going to be okay. And if you're just newly single, I know how you feel that like rock bottom pit that you just think it's never going to get better. This is my life. I promise you it's going to get better. I promise you that everything is just temporary. Not to say that my life is all rainbow and butterflies now. It is not. But that really hard time, I got through that hump and I found my way to juggle it all and to really be happy. I mean, the other day, okay, oh, here's one thing I want to share with you that maybe will work for you. On my first podcast, I was talking about how I do this gratitude journal. So I have a new thing that I'm doing in the morning. Once I get Olivia set up for breakfast and she's all done and she could be playing with something, I give myself five minutes while I drink a cup of coffee and I write down three things that I am super grateful for two things that I want to pray for or send good thoughts or good energy to. It could be, it usually is people in my life or even sometimes people that I don't know. And then one thing that I ask the universe or God for. And I've found that little sort of gratitude journal in the morning has helped me gain a little bit of calm first thing in the morning. And what I was getting at, I was I'm going all the way around in the story. The other day, I actually thanked the universe for how happy I am. 
And I'm telling you, a year ago, if you would have told me a year from now, you're going to be so happy and grateful for your life, I would have thought you were drunk. And I can truthfully say that I'm just happy. And again, things aren't perfect. I don't have a perfect family life anymore, but it doesn't matter. It's okay. It's a new life. And she's happy and I am happy. We're all, you know, finding our way through this. So I don't know if I've helped you. I don't know if you've gained any insight, just me telling my stories. But since so many of you wanted to know how life as a single mom has worked out for me, there it goes. It's been quite a year. I can't wait to see what happens this upcoming year. I am really hopeful and happy and grateful for everything. All I could say is at the end is just give yourself a break, breathe, take it easy. Everything's going to be okay. Every single thing is temporary, the good and the bad. So that's it. If you have any questions, you could always find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, on my blog on sabrinasoto.com. Please reach out, ask me any questions you want. I'll try to help, or at least I'll just answer you in a really honest way. Uh, Thanks for listening, you guys. I can't wait for next week's episode. It's going to be a good one. 